0: Hello everybody, this is Subrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Amanda Hennessy with us, a public speaking coach and author, loves helping professionals experience public speaking as an adventure with exciting risks, discoveries and massive rewards instead of a horror movie with terror, hiding and dread. She is the author of Your Guide to Public Speaking, a book filled with tips, strategies and real-life case studies. She is bi and is the founder of Boston Public Speaking and San Diego Public Speaking. She has coached over a thousand clients through one-on-one coaching and corporate workshops. Her works with a wide variety of folks, from cast member of a cooking show to executive to scientist to social worker. So without further delay, let's welcome Amanda. Amanda, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is... I'm really excited to talk to you.
0: Awesome. Okay, so let's start with your journey. Like, why did you choose this profession? Like, when did you get your wake-up call? Why did you choose this profession? How did you get started into this?
1: Sure. My background is in performance. So I started off as an actress for a long time, was always so fascinated with performances that mesmerized, that made us feel what the character was feeling, that made us laugh, that made us think. Like, how like I loved watching theater, watching film, watching TV, seeing like those powerful moments in time where we're all fully present, wondering what's gonna happen next. And so I became, I want to do that. And I had I loved to make people laugh and I'm a sensitive soul. So like sharing that vast range of emotion that is the human experience. Yeah. And all of that was really fascinating to me. So I also over time became an acting teacher. So I taught at Boston University in the film department and had my own theater company with my husband. And so was also writing. And we had our own acting companies, teaching acting classes. Oh. So that was then helping others learn how to manage their nerves, create exciting performances. And how do I overcome an obstacle as an actor? All those things. So all that was happening. And then somebody from my community who knew I was an acting coach came up to me and said, I have a presentation at my job. She worked at a bank and and she said, I'm terrified. Can you help me? And I'm somebody who, if you know anything about improv, yes, and is a big thing. And I'm a very much, let's try. So I said, I would love to, I'll do my best. I've not done this before, but I'm happy to do it. And side note. As an actress, I had worked so many different day jobs in so many different environments that I understood a corporate law firm. I understood an internet startup. I understood working at a nonprofit. I got, so I had a context for the world of work. And so I worked with her. And at first, if you had asked me, would that be exciting? I might have originally said, no, that would not be exciting. But I really enjoyed working with her. I loved helping her feel more confident. I had struggled with stage fright myself and had done a lot of research about how can I stop feeling so scared. So I loved sharing that with her. I'm big into personal development. So the idea of helping somebody reach that goal, feel more confident, and I loved helping her be funnier. I loved it. Like, she was part of compliance. She had to get in front of the sales team to tell them what they had to do. That's not easy, okay? Right. So I was like, let's make this funnier. Let's like, how can we get them on your side so they understand your point of view and how you're not against them? You're actually for them, not getting in trouble legally. So that was so basically it was an invitation from someone else that gave me that light bulb moment of, oh, I can do this. And I like this. There's actually so much more creativity Mm. here than I expected, because when other people would come to me for acting, they're working on other people's material. This was people coming to me. I have to create this from scratch. And that is a happy place for me. Oh, we're creating something new. Excellent. So for me, it was a perfect marriage of the performance element and the personal growth element and then and really cheering, being a big old cheerleader with a lot of advice for my clients. So that's how it began. And I just went from there. I was like, oh, I can totally do this. I can apply all these skills from the acting world. To these other fields and really help people who need this training and have just uh. never received it. So that's my long answer.
0: And how it's going on now? It's
1: going really well. I've just launched an online course, which I'd been wanting to do for years. And so I feel really good about that. It's called Speak Boldly and it uh. has it's a self-paced course. There's videos that are pre-recorded, but there's also a virtual component with coaching calls. And so I'm really excited about that. And I'm feeling good. The pandemic did allow me to shift a lot of my business to the virtual space course, like it yeah. did for so many people. And so I've loved being able to help people in that way. And so I'm popping on Zoom very regularly working with my clients. And, but And it feels great at this point in the health of our world that I'm doing those in-person workshops as well. And those are oh. really fun as well. That group energy. Yeah. I feel good.
0: That's awesome. So in an arsenal, like you have one-on-one coaching options and you have a workshops and you have online courses. So do you have also group coaching option?
1: I have done a group coaching program. I did that last year. I'm not offering that currently, but as part of the online course, there are there is a group coaching component to that for 12 weeks as part of that. It's a lifetime access to the course, but for the beginning 12 weeks. I'm in there with you, answering your questions, challenging you, having yeah. fun, being yeah. up to mischief, all those things.
0: So it's not about our course. You just have to sign up and watch the videos and do the necessary things or the task and all. But it's all about in the back end, you are also providing some support and assistance, right?
1: Yes, and a chance to practice some things.
0: Yes. And where people can find your course, is it your website? If, or- if
1: they go to bostonpublicspeaking.com. Or San Diego Yeah, that's I'm gonna offer it. I've launched it right now, and then I'm gonna launch it again in the spring. And so I'm gonna launch it two or three times a year. And yeah, I'm just it feels amazing to find it. You know, <laughs> it's what? a lot longer than I thought it would to put it together, but so I'm very excited to be at this point.
0: Yeah, and also when we mostly hearing about public speaking things, like there is saying that people call that. Public speaking is the second fear of the human life. Like it's a pretty much. So tell us like any fact or statistics or anything so that that can help people to know more about public speaking by killing the fear and all.
1: Sure. Yes. People are not a fan of public speaking. And I think it's mostly because they have not become friends with it. And it's something they've been forced to do in school without. It's here's your book report. Now get up there and tell the class about it. And no one is telling people, or very few, I'm sure there are some places out there that are doing this, but not a lot. Not How a- do I manage my nerves? What do I do with them? And so one thing I'd say to that is, in terms of being able to manage your nerves, is a lot of people are really mad at themselves that they're nervous and they beat themselves up. They're very judgmental and they are they get nervous about being nervous. Oh no. I'm going to be so nervous. this is bad. This means they're going to see my hand shaking. This means there's a whole story around it, which I completely understand and relate to. But what if it was OK that your hand was shaking? What if it's OK that your body is having a response to you taking a risk? You've ever played sports? Believe me, those people are sweating. Their face is. Their heart is racing. And they're not worried about it. They are focused on the goal of getting the ball in the hole, the hoop over the field goal, whatever, all the things. And they're just in the moment, and their whole their goal is about something other than trying to not be nervous. Can uh. you imagine somebody on the football field running and then being like, "Oh no, I look oh no, I look out of breath." No, they're just they they focus on the goal. So when we can really get focus on the beautiful goal of serving others and helping others and not worry so much about us looking perfect, we're going to do such a better job. Our courage will come forward. Our heart will be in it rather than that self-consciousness.
0: Yeah. And like people, when it comes to the public speaking, people like they have the fear, but most of the time they think that what if the audience is going to think about me? Mostly they care about that thing. Like the way you answered it sounds like first you will have to build your mindset. You have to prepare yourself for all the things that is going to happen whenever you are delivering a speech or you are going to talk in front of people. So before you have to practice all these things, exactly that is going to happen so that you can control that things. Or, or if you are not, then you can also practice that.
1: Yeah. And the mindset is everything. Like, what are we making this about? Is this about? Will they like me or will they not? Will I get a promotion because of this or will I not? Then we're making it all about us. And I realize there are rewards that come from doing well. But if we put that right front and center, if we make it all about us, we're going to be so stressed out. It actually doesn't help us at all. If we're like, this is so important that they all like me. Wow. Good luck. That's a lot of stress. What if instead of thinking, like, what are they going to think about me? Instead, we think, what do I want them to think about this topic? What are they thinking about this topic now? And by the end, what do I want them to think about it? Uh, Instead of, what are they going to feel about me and my outfit? Instead, could it be, how do I want them to feel? If we can really get more, I love thinking about it as you're the host. You're creating an experience for others. And so I think when we're, if we enjoy having people over, we're all about our guests. We want the room to be comfortable. We want them to have drinks and yummy food. We want to connect them to other people to have great conversation. We're not thinking about us. We're, and I think our heart is open. We're welcoming. You can, see, I, I, you can see me in the video. I'm taking up more space. Come into yeah. my house. Because so if we can translate that to public speaking, then it's like, Come into my world. Come see the way I see this topic. And I want to show you how I think. And then you can consider how you want to think about it. But I'm welcoming you into my world. So I'm going to take up more space. I'm going to breathe better. I'm going to feel more warm towards my guests. And I have no idea what is going on in their lives. Even if my closest friend in the world shows up to something I'm speaking at, I don't necessarily know what kind of phone call she got in the hour before. So if she comes in looking weird and angry, I could take that really personally and be like, she hates me. Or I can think, I have no idea. I'm here to welcome people. I'm here to give them some things, some food for thought, some things to feel, a call to action. I'm here to give. And so if I let go of my need to get something from it, I have so much more power. I, I come in from such a different place. And... Again, if we focus on creating that experience, it gets a little more fun, a little more interesting. Ooh, how can I bring them from A to B to C to D to E?
0: Yeah. And also like you have been helping a lot of clients in like, your know, till now your entire career. And now you're also doing that. Then you are launching your online courses and all. So according to you, based on your experience, what do you think what are the most important qualities for a successful public speaking coach needs to be posed?
1: I would think not having not being judgmental, being really a safe place for people to come to.
0: Hmm, basically I think connect, it's very, pardon? Yeah, like basically connect with them at their level.
1: Yes. Most of them take people where they are. People, I know that when people reach out to me, they're usually in pain. They're usually really scared. They're really yeah. scared that they're never going to be able to do this. And they're going to miss out on career opportunities. Or if it comes to a wedding toast. They're terrified they're gonna make a fool of themselves in front of everyone they love, their best friend. It's terrifying, it feels so vulnerable. And so I feel like being, yeah, that person who creates psychological safety, a sense of warmth. And yes, you're not you're gonna challenge people on how they see things, but I think having a big heart doesn't hurt. And just and really because people are are really scared.
0: Okay. And also, I believe you have tons of your clients' coaching success story because you are fun and the way you are like uh, doing the conversation, I believe that all of your clients will love you. Tell us like a, two example examples of your coaching client success story that is mostly maybe nearly close to your heart.
1: Sure. I'm thinking of one that was recent. I met with a woman who, who was the director of marketing and she had to do a really important board meeting presentation. And she said, I want to go through this pitch deck with you. It's 80 pages long, like 80 slides. And most of them are me. And I thought, oh, my God. But she was somebody who was very good at what she did. She cared deeply. But it was like there was just a lot of tension in her body and a lot of focus. And the stakes felt so high. You can probably hear it in my voice, those of you listening. And brought, you can see how tense I look on the video. Uh, So I really wanted to shift. So we worked and we actually got together for two full days in person, which felt great after having done so much virtual work. And I worked through her whole mindset around this because I knew so many people were counting on her for this to go. It was just so much pressure to make it go a certain way. And we had to move away from that need to get something and more again. Yes, we have goals with this, of course. We want the audience to think and feel a certain way, but what's the creative way to get in there? Because when we're in that fearful place, it's hard to be creative and it's hard to feel good. And so I feel really good. She took, it was a very, it was like an intense two days. We worked on her mindset and we went through all of her slides to think about what are these interesting transitions? What's the journey we're bringing them on? How are we helping them to feel really great about the company they're involved in? How can we help them to trust you more that you know your stuff? Mm -hmm. How do we tell stories that are really cool to listen to? So she was a great learner. She went all in and she nailed it. It was she was just different in the room and she brought all of her smarts and her expertise and all of that. But she brought a different level of confidence and had a different agenda underneath and it it really, I, th- I think she was still like brought some nerves in the room and that's okay. Yeah. But she had, it was a very different result. Her boss was incredibly happy. Her boss told her how happy she was and then basically told other people to tell her that she was happy so she would feel it was real and said, you need to keep working with that woman. Just go back and see her. So that made me feel so good because I know yeah. what it feels like to feel like you care so much, you almost care too much that it gets in your way of doing your best. So I love giving people more peace of mind and that ability to really perform at a high level in their zone of genius.
0: Yeah. And most importantly, uh, now she is also happy.
1: Yes. Yeah. She feels like she just feels so much better about herself and that, that helps everybody in her world. When we feel good, Everyone benefits. Our dog, uh, the, the clerk at the restaurant, whoever it is. Yeah, agree.
0: Yeah there is also scientific I don't know explanation but we, we won't go up there That's yeah really that we can do, do what we can go talk yeah, about yeah. all this <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the quantum of physics and all but okay you know what like nowadays if i talk about public speaking there are tons of content available on youtube instagram or google or there are also some ai tool came that chat and also there are tons of information out there mostly on internet so why somebody choose a code? Over this type of information, what is the difference between that? When they have like tons of information available freely on internet?
1: Sure. I think that human component is still really nice. I am very impressed with chat GPT sometimes. Like sometimes I'm blown away and sometimes I'm like, wow, these yeah. jokes are terrible because I'm always <laughs> asking it to be funnier. And then it's it's just not that witty. But I think that as a unique individual, Having that one-on-one connection to have somebody see what you're doing, somebody to be in your presence and make those little tweaks. As somebody who has been an acting teacher for a long time that and a a public speaking coach now, too, me observing, I am tuning in to so many nuances. Not with a sense of, I'm going to criticize them later, but just I can see where people, where they start to lose confidence or where they don't really know what they're talking about with their slides. Even if they, I can tune in, I can see, and I can speak to that from an artist perspective and then also that coaching perspective. And so I don't, you can't get that interaction from a YouTube video. Maybe next week with the technology, you can, but at this moment in time, not so much. So I think that one on one, that personal relationship and to have somebody cheering you on in a really specific way, knowing I have some clients I've worked with for years and it can be easy to think, oh, I haven't made that much progress. But from the coach's perspective, I can see the progress you've made. Even if you're yeah. not, like you're wishing you were still further ahead, I can see, wow, your mindset has changed. You're right. so much less hard on yourself. You're actually speaking up so much more at work. You even made a joke and people laugh for you. And it's not all about the comedy. I know I'm stressing that, although I do think it makes life a lot better, but having that personal cheerleader and person to hold you accountable. I think that's what a coach can do in terms of that transformative part and really be on your team even when you are not on your own team and you're beating yourself up.
0: Yeah, correct. Also, you can also get like knowledge. It's better to have knowledge from the internet or the three kinds of sources, mostly to and all. But when you go to the practical life and apply all those things, then it's very important to have someone that person can noticed your blind spot or maybe the things that you need to improve in that order you have to have a coach so that the it, it would be so much easier in order to learn the skills and in order to perform or in order to better at public speaking okay so we have only one minute left tell us what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that people can find you and in touch with you
1: Yes, you can go to bostonpublicspeaking.com or sandiegopublicspeaking.com. They'll look very similar. Would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Guys, do make sure you follow Amanda, wonderful person with great personality and you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs. So that was today's episode of Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Amanda, for being on the show and it was an honor to be with you today.
1: Thank you so much. So lovely to connect with you today.
0: So that's it. I'm your host signing up and you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.